Twin Cities Orthopedics is proud to be the official sports medicine provider for Tommy Athletics. TCO is trusted by some of the biggest names in sports, and they bring that same level of care to our athletes. Thank you, TCO, for being a part of our team. Visit TCOMN.com to learn more. Hello and welcome to Tommy Talks, the weekly podcast bringing you inside St. Thomas Athletics, where we'll get to know those who wear the purple and gray. I'm Corbu Status, and this week our guest is graduate forward Parker Bjorklund from men's basketball. We talk about running a business in high school, why he had burner phones, going from being a student to a student athlete, and much more. You can subscribe to Tommy Talks wherever you get your podcasts, and if you love it, please give us a five-star rating. Now, here's our conversation with Parker Bjorklund on another edition of Tommy Talks. Parker, welcome into the podcast. And the first question we like to ask is why you chose St. Thomas. And for you, it was probably a pretty unique decision. So let's go back. Uh, what was it? Five years ago now? Yep. Why, why St. Thomas? I chose St. Thomas because I wanted to find a good business school to go to. Um, you know, going into college, basketball wasn't uh, on the priority list. So I wanted to find a good business school, but I also wanted to be close to home. So it was pretty much between the U and St. Thomas. It was kind of 50-50. And then... Um, you know, I like the culture. I like this place when I visited. So I decided to go with St. Thomas and definitely haven't regretted it. So. Yeah. What a different story your life would be if you would have gone to the U, right? I mean, in every sep- I doubt that Ben Johnson is taking walk-ons at this point. Right. No, that's crazy. I've thought about that. I thought, like, if I if I went to the Gophers um, just to be a student, you know, I might have never picked up a basketball. So, you know... I guess God put me on put me on this path, and you know I'm, I'm grateful for it because you know I'm able to play basketball, and it's like my biggest passion now. So, what was it about St. Thomas? Was it the campus being more intimate, or just anything else? Yeah, I mean I love the campus, but I also liked. I mean I thought the Gophers was a little bit too big. Uh, I kind of wanted like a medium sized school where there's you know more of like a close knit community, but not like too close and yeah. not too big. So, you know that that was a big thing, and you know I also heard a bunch of great things about their business program. So just took the advice I got and went with it. And the business program has lived up to the expectations? Oh, yeah, for sure. Because yeah. you were business-minded anyway, right? Everybody yeah. knows this story at this point, and if you don't, well, this is the story. Uh, Parker Bjorklund is making money in high school running Twitter accounts, which is phenomenal in a lot of different ways, right? Because not a lot of people make money off of Twitter accounts. No. How no. are you making money? Uh, so it started, it actually started in like eighth grade is when I first, Oh wow! my brother had made like a parody account and was posting like parody theme content and was getting like a lot of followers and engagement. And I thought that was super interesting. So I, I made my own account. I think my first account was space pictures where I would just post pictures of like space and my brother kind of tried to help me grow it a little bit. I think it took like six months to get like 10,000 followers. Yeah. So, you know, I was like, I was working probably eight to ten hours on my phone just to try and build this account up to try and monetize it and make money and ten thousand followers in six months in terms of monetizing isn't that great so you know it took me a while to like figure out how to do it and then i started making different parody accounts different themed pages that were more successful where i was able to grow a larger following and then i think i got I got one of my accounts like 50,000 followers and once you got one base account with a lot of followers it's a lot easier to grow and expand so once i had one account i was able to make another one and then use leverage that first account to you know grow a different account and then over time and experience you figure out which theme accounts you know do well and work out well so yeah that was that was eighth grade and then you know i'd 
ran with that all the way through high school. Uh, I was running accounts on my phone. I was pretty much on my phone um, every 20 minutes for about five minutes at a time. Because in high school, I had like eight. I think the most accounts I had at one time was like 30. 30 accounts. 30 accounts. How do you keep that straight? That that would take some work there. I have three accounts on three different social medias <laughs> that are not – and I have trouble keeping those straight. I'm like, did I send that to you on the Facebook or the like, – yeah. I can't keep it straight. Yeah, so I had a few people working for me that were based in Canada, so I did have some help. You had employees. I did. I did. <laughs> so <laughs> they were able to help me kind of manage them, but at yeah. the same time, I kind of had to do my own thing. So, yeah, I mean – in high school, you're not supposed to be on your phone. It's not like college where, like, you know, they don't really care as much. Yeah, right. So, I mean, I would be on my phone every, like I said, 20 minutes for five minutes. And I was, like, sneaking it. Like, I remember in gym, like, we were going, like, down and back. So I'm, like, on my phone, like, trying to, <laughs> trying to like, do my thing. And it was really stressful, honestly. But it's what yeah. I love doing. So, I mean, I remember there was a time where, like, I was bringing, like, burner phones to class because... If they took my phone, I would, like, slip them the broken one because I didn't want them to take my phone for the whole day. So, you know, I had, I had, a, I had a strategy, and I yeah. would say it was the, you know, should have probably been studying a little more, but. Well, I mean, what's your GPA right now? It's pretty good. So. Pretty good. Yeah. yeah. So you got, you got into school <laughs> where you wanted to go. I think you were doing just fine. Take us through your first tax return and what that had to be like because, I, I mean, they can be, get pretty complicated, especially when you're owning a business. Yeah, no, they, it was definitely um, a big learning curve. I didn't really know what I was doing. My dad helped me out a lot. Um, he had an accountant um, pretty much do it for me. But, you know, I had to do, like, the basic Excel stuff where I put in all the expenses and yeah. the revenue. So, you know, that was a good learning curve, and I learned a lot. But, yeah, when I did my first tax return, I was like, they're taking this much money from me. Like I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't too happy about it. But right. you know, that's that's what you got to do. So right, man. They take money from you as an employer and an employee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, can you tell us how much you were making? Five figures, six figures. Um, I can't remember to be completely honest with you. So it wasn't like life changing money, but it kept you in pocket pretty good for a high schooler. It was it was pretty good money. Yeah. Yeah. Like you went and bought a car, good money, or you could buy whatever ge- video games you wanted. I bought a house. You so, bought a house. <laughs> so the house I'm living in right now is um I pretty much I didn't spend any of the money I made, so I just saved yeah. it all up and then once I went to college, I know my other brother had bought a house. He went to North Dakota yeah. and he bought a house there turn it into a rental and it was like the best investment right possible so in high school that was kind of like my mindset was once i go to college i want to save up enough money to buy a house and now i have a house with three tenants that are essentially like paying the mortgage yeah. i'm living there so yeah. yeah i was i was pretty smart with my money i wasn't doing you know most high schoolers would you know buy a super fancy car yeah. or like whatever but you know I, I just stayed disciplined and saved saved my money up my son spent all of his christmas money on robux Roblox? Yeah, Roblox, Robux, which is the stuff that you have to have to buy cool outfits or whatever for yeah, Roblox. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think you need to talk with him. <laughs> He's only 11, but he could hear that whole save your money and maybe you can buy a house and charge your roommate's rent. Yeah. 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 Uh, do your roommates know that you are the owner of the house? Yep, yep. They know I'm the landlord, so... Yeah. Yeah, they always joke about me taking all their money and stuff, but <laughs> you know, at right. least they could have. I mean, I'm pretty, I'm pretty like 
relaxed about it. Like I know some landlords are pretty harsh. Like yeah. it's a good thing for both of us. So is it friends? Is it three friends? It is three friends. That helps. Yeah, two of them went to Chaska. Um, okay. Sam and Mark Newman. Mark's a year younger, and then another guy that I found. Actually, my friend told me about him. He was from North Dakota, went to St. Thomas. So, okay. Yeah, we're all friends. Well, that helps. And you make sure that the toilets are all working and all that. Do you? What's your home maintenance? Do you, have you learned a lot about home repair? Um. Yeah. I'm gonna be honest. My dad does. My dad. All the uh, repairs I need to do, he actually does them for me. Yeah. Which is nice. And you pay him well, I hope. I don't actually. <laughs> I owe him. I owe him a good amount, yeah. honestly. Um. But yeah. Uh. I mean, I've learned a lot. I mean, he's taught me a lot. Like, he's he's a realtor himself, so, you okay. know, he would always, you know, I mean, he buys and sells homes, but he would fix up homes and resell them, so yeah. he has a bunch of experience with it, so he teaches me his ways a little bit, and I try yeah. to learn as much as I can. Yeah, well, that's good that uh, you're obviously a responsive learner. Um, being a good learner, I would imagine it was really important jumping back into the basketball world. So what made you decide to get back into basketball? Um, a big thing honestly was, so my biggest passion when I was in high school and like the first two years of college was my business. Right. And that started to slow down a little bit. And then I had a lot more free time on my hands and, you know, I always got to stay occupied doing something like just doing school, like wasn't enough. Like I wanted to find like another passion and I was like, I, out of high school, I was a little burnt out of, of, of basketball. Because you were trying to text and play exactly. basketball I was, at the same time. I yeah. was so stressed out. So and then, you know, taking a few years off and then, you know, yeah. my, my business slowed down. Um, I started just like playing basketball again and it sparked a, sparked a love for the game that I never really had. Like I wouldn't say when I was growing up, I had this huge passion or love for basketball. Like I liked it and I would, you know, um, you know, obviously like practice and work hard, but not like today where I'm, you yeah. know, it's like the biggest, biggest thing in my life. Yeah. Obviously, other than, you know, family, friends, and all that good stuff. Right, and taking care of your home and all of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, what other sports did you play growing up? Um, so, in elementary school, middle school, I played, like, a little football, a little baseball. You know, I kind of, or, you know, tried out the other sports. But then when, it, when high school came, it was cross-country and basketball. Okay. Um, I did cross-country mostly because my brothers did it. Um but the first few years, I liked it. And then kind of after that, I was, like, sick of it, but I wasn't going to quit. Right. And, you know, looking back at it, um, I did, back then, it wasn't, like, trying to be the best basketball player I can. Because if it was, cross country would actually probably be the worst sport for me. Right. Because, you know, I was already skinny, right? And, you know, running 50 miles a week isn't going to help with that. And, no. you know, you can argue, like, you're getting endurance and stuff, but, like, Basketball is more like fast twitch explosiveness where that's not what cross country is. So, I mean, if I was trying to be the best basketball player I, I was when I was younger, I probably wouldn't have done cross country. So, yeah. I don't know. It's crazy to think about. But What's your best cross country time? So, we ran 5Ks. So, it was low 17s, I believe. That's pretty good. Yeah. I was So, I started in seventh grade running high school um, cross country. I think seventh grade I was on JV. And then eighth grade, I was like the seventh man on varsity. I think there's like seven guys that run on the varsity okay. team. So I was actually running with my other, I had two brothers. Um, I was running with, well, when I was in seventh grade, my second oldest brother was a senior. Okay. And then when I was in eighth grade, I was on the varsity with my other, the middle brother. 
So I was never able to run varsity with all three of my brothers, but with one of them I was, and that was pretty cool. Yeah. And we were actually like pretty close at the same time, so that kind of pushed us both to like you 100%. know 100. percent Yeah. Like our our times were probably 10, 15 seconds in between each other, so that really pushed us because yeah. obviously he doesn't want to lose to his younger brother. No. And I want to <laughs> beat my older brother, so that pushed us both. Are you the youngest? I am. Yep. Yeah. And four brothers. It's four boys. Total. No. Th- so two brothers, and then I have an. My sister okay. is the oldest of all, everyone. Oh, man. So, yeah. What was her life like growing up? I guess we could ask her, but, <laughs> I mean, to be the girl within three boys. Yeah. Three stinky boys. <laughs> it, got, it, it had to have been tough. Honestly, we yeah. were, you know, we, we all messed around with each other. I'm sure she wished she had a sister, but. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> was So everybody into athletics throughout for the children? Yep. Yeah. Yep. We all, we all, um. Gavin is the second oldest brother. He uh, he did basketball. He was the other big basketball guy. It was okay. kind of me and me and him. And then Carter was more of the runner. He did track and cross country. And then my sister did basketball a little bit. Yeah. Um, she wasn't huge into sports, but she was involved. Um, she did DECA growing up. Like she was a really really smart. Yeah. Um, she did DECA, and like uh, what, what do you call those classes? Those. Uh, AP classes and like the honor honor roll and yeah. all that stuff. That's kind of like what she was into. So yeah, the fact that you had to ask what those classes are called <laughs> probably means you weren't in them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but you're still doing all right for yourself. Yeah. Um, so then you're are you playing intramural basketball or anything at this point? Wait, your first two years and are you just bumming around, taking care of the house and playing video games? Yeah, that's pretty much summed it up pretty well doing that i think the first year i don't think i did intramurals and then the second year i did a little bit of it well i did a season and it was a ton of fun did you dunk on anybody in intramurals i did yeah (laughs) one of my best friends i did and we always joke about it but once i was like playing in intramurals and i was like a lot more athletic when i was playing intramural than i was in high school because once i came to college all like my only workout regimen was lifting weights Mm -hmm. so i got a lot more athletic and i was a lot stronger so when I was playing intramurals, I was kind of um, surprised myself in the sense of like how much more athletic I was, and everyone's just like, "Why aren't you playing here? Why aren't you playing at St. Thomas?" Yeah. I'm like, "I'm not good enough." But like, you know, just hearing them say that kind of like, I would say helped me make my decision to you know call up the coach and try out for the team. Yeah. So when take us through that decision. All right, I'm gonna call up JT Johnny Tower, and I'm gonna I'm gonna ask. Were you nervous? Did you know JT at all? Um. I, so St. Thomas recruited me, but I, n- I never talked to JT. Um, and I think I actually might have called Josh, but mm-hmm. I think it was COVID is when I like was considering um, playing. And it, t- it like I thought about it for months. I was like, because if I make this call, like I'm doing it. Like it's a commitment I actually right. got to go through. It can't be like I calm and then be like, oh, I don't know. Like so, yeah. it was a lot of thought. I was definitely nervous. I didn't think. I, I was worried I would call him and be like, no. Like, <laughs> okay. Who is this? Yeah, <laughs> you you haven't played for two years. What do you think? You can just jump on the squad. So, no, I was definitely nervous, but, you know, he gave me a chance and I was able to try out. So. Yeah. W- what were you feeling on that first day of the tryouts? Um, I didn't really know what was going on because um, the college is such a different game than high school. Yeah. Um, But, you know, I was able to show myself as, you know, an athlete and i think that was enough for them to you know at least give me a shot and you know work with me so then they let me on 
there were rumors at that point, right, that it was going to be a transition to Division One, or was that in the works? It was in point? the works, yeah. but people were like hinting at it, but it wasn't a hundred percent. So, I mean, did that affect your decision? Uh, it was interesting to hear, but like at the same time, it's like, all right, I hadn't played div- like any college basketball in two yeah. years. Like I was just trying to like make the D three team. Like I didn't think I was going to be able to play at the Division One level, yeah. but I thought like. The experience of it all would have been, you know, cool whether I played or not. Does it, what is it like? Because there's a couple of yous, so to speak, on the team. Like Brooks Allen uh, was a guy, as he liked to joke, he was the ninth man on an eight man rotation, right? <laughs> yeah. And Riley Miller, who wasn't that highly recruited and then comes out and he has a chance to be the school's all time leading three point maker. I mean, you guys all have very unique stories. That's, yeah, it is. I mean, us, I mean, even Will was, you know, yeah. he was ninth man on the varsity team like he wasn't playing a whole lot so i mean all four of us it's crazy yeah it's not just me i mean i mean brooks is might be even more impressive i mean he was playing on josh ronenbiker's jv team and he wasn't even getting any minutes and now he's you know dropping 30 on south dakota state so yeah yeah, it's 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 crazy but it's been a ton of fun you guys are a perfect fit though right because st thomas right now is kind of an underdog and that's a weird situation for st thomas too right to be an underdog right because, I mean, there's a reason why you guys aren't in the Mayak anymore. Right, yeah, and I think that's, uh, um, you know, it's it's less pressure for us. I mean, we, we go into every game, you know, and people aren't expecting us to win. Obviously, we want to win, and we're trying to win, but, you know, being the underdog is kind of nice. You know, I'm sure in D3, like, there was a lot of pressure. Like, they were top 10 Division three team in the country every year. Like, there's kind of some pressure that goes along with that. So it's definitely way different. I mean... I'd want to talk to JT about that because, like, he knows it more than anyone. It was that, you know, yeah. that transition and, you know, going from one of the top teams to, you know, people expecting us to be the lower teams. Has there been an increase in pressure this year with the success that you guys have had? I would say there's more expectations. Um, I don't know. If, I mean, I don't think anyone really feels more of the pressure. I mean, our preseason um, rank in the summit was eighth. I mean, they still had us at the bottom of the pack. So, yeah. I mean, even going into this year, I mean, everyone expects us to get better and better every year, but we were still eighth um, in the seeding beginning of the year. So, I mean, we still are the underdog. I mean, I don't think we, all the guys or coaches feel a whole lot of pressure. I mean, we just take it one game at a time and, you know, try and win every game. Yeah, especially with the uh, conference tournament coming up. uh, This could be it. Um, you guys, for a certain, uh, like Riley Miller's done, you and Brooks have another year. Uh, if you would choose to use it here at St. Thomas, no pressure. Um, <laughs> uh, what, what is the feeling like as you go into the Summit League tournament? Yeah, it's, I, got, I got a lot of mixed emotions. Um, I'm definitely super excited along with everyone else. To, I mean, none of us have played a, you know, a tournament in Division One, so it's going to be a whole different experience, and it's going to be a ton of fun. But, you know, there's the mixed emotions, like, yeah. You know, I'm a fifth year, like, this could be it for me. I don't know what the future holds, but it's kind of sad, you know, knowing that, like, hopefully this isn't the case, but we could just have one game left. I mean, obviously, we're going to try and win the tournament. Um, But, yeah, it's a lot of mixed emotions. Like, I'm super excited, but it's like, you know, in a week, the season's over. So let's say mixed emotions is mostly how I'm feeling. Yeah. What has been your favorite moment from this year so far? Favorite moment... Um, I don't know. I haven't really thought about that. Um, I would. I need to put some thought into that. I mean, I guess probably our first 
um, conference win was pretty big. Yeah. Uh, what was that? North Dakota at home. You know, our first home yeah. conference win, you know, putting us at a strong start. And then we beat NDSU. So starting off 2-0, you know, that was a great feeling going into Christmas break. So I would say probably that, you know, starting off the conference strong and then going into Christmas break to have a break and, you know, be with your family and friends was, you know, yeah. good. Yeah, Creighton had to be up there too, I would imagine. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, playing – yeah, that's now that you say that, that actually might be the number one spot. I didn't, I, I kind of forgot about that. But <laughs> well, fifteen thousand people. I mean, and you guys played well. Yeah, yeah, that was a great experience. Um, fifteen thousand people. I had never played in with that many people in there. Um, you know, with our group of guys too. You know how how much fun we have playing together and yeah. stuff. You know, that was that was a blast. And even um, I didn't play against Utah, but like those other big big name schools. In those cool arenas, like those were also super fun to play. Yeah. Too. Favorite place on campus? Favorite place? Um, I would say um, early, early in the when I was like a freshman, the quad right outside of Ireland was a ton yeah. of fun because that's just like where we were playing spike ball and stuff. But I mean, the most beautiful spots like right out in the arc with that waterfall. Yeah. Like it's just a beautiful view with all the all the buildings and trees, especially in like the fall and spring. Yeah. I mean, I think it's the most beautiful spot on campus. And when it's nice out and everyone's just like out there, you know, kicking it, having a good time, that's probably my, my yeah. favorite spot. Uh, favorite, um, do you have a favorite professor? Favorite professor? Um, yeah, uh, I would say it was my public speaking professor, Armada. It was his last name. Um, it was, you know, I think I had like, I had to like, fill this like requirement i can't remember what it was but it was like public speaking or like this other course that was like pretty easy mm -hmm. and i knew for a fact i would have gotten a lot more out of the public speaking class even though i didn't want to do it like right. i didn't want to just like public speak but um so i decided going with that and i would say he's probably my favorite professor but i'd also say it was like the most impactful class in terms of just like learning about like public speaking and stuff like that um, and you know, with St. Thomas, the like most students you'll ever have in a class is like 25, 30. So that's another great thing about St. Thomas is like, you're always engaged. It's not just like a huge lecture hall with like yeah. 200 people. And I think that class, we only had like 15 people in it. So like, you know, every class, you know, you're having like a one-on-one -on -one with like the um, professor about something. So you're always learning. Um, but yeah, I would say Armada and it's pretty cool. Cause I see him at a lot of our games too. He sings yeah. the national anthem. And oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that, that was pretty cool. But yeah, love that class and got learned a lot from it too. So did he ever open a class singing? No, he didn't. Yeah. I didn't know he had that singing ability until yeah. our games. He's really good. Yeah. He's unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the public speaking seems to have paid off so far in the f first 25 <laughs> minutes or so of this podcast. It seems to be working. Um, favorite, uh, Tommy athlete besides yourself tommy athlete currently or like of all oh that's a good question it could be of all time um i don't know i can't say lot. johnny tower yeah. just to kiss up sorry <laughs> yeah you're already uh, in the starting lineup part <laughs> i would probably say riley honestly i would say he's like the most tommy guy i mean he was on the you know varsity team as a freshman and you know yeah it's so much fun to watch him play because he's just hucking up threes wherever he is and he's making them so it's super entertaining yeah. um so I'd, pro I'd probably go with riley yeah well, he made a three from the concourse at milwaukee 
Yeah. He's made some very deep ones. I don't know yeah. how they go in, but they do. Yeah, it was just in practice at the end of shoot-around or something, and he walks out of the concourse almost behind the basket and made it in two tries. Yeah, I mean, even, like, last practice, I was – I, like, got switched on him, and he was, like, probably five feet outside the three-point line, and I wasn't, like, in his grill. I was just, like – I was, like, close, you know, right. but I gave him enough space, yeah. and he just, like – pulls it and i look and i turn around I'm like there's no way and just swish and i was just like <laughs> the one time i got switched on him too yeah. and i was just like he, he pulls it. it yeah i was like oh man like this is riley miller but are you so are you uh channeling your inner riley miller with your latest three history? <laughs> uh i wish i was uh, at that level but you know it's, i mean it's been it's been fun I, I wouldn't say i'm riley miller or anything close to that but yeah. you know I've been shooting the three a lot more, and that's been a lot of fun. And, you know, it's expanding my game a lot, too. So Yeah, opens up everything, right? Yeah, yeah, especially for the other guys, too. Yeah. Um, I think it started with Oral Roberts when their seven-footer was just sitting in the paint, and no one could drive, and I was just wide open. I'm like, all right, I just have to start shooting these. So that's yeah. kind of where it started. Five of seven that game, I think. Uh, I don't think that game. I think I was three for six. Three for six. But I had a few five for seven games yeah. after that. So. Okay. You had two. Two, two five for seven. You know you're the you're the you. Well, the obviously not than... not completely. I just know you had a mighty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, favorite uh, Tommy team. Uh, the, do you have a team that you like to go watch and play outside of basketball? Uh, I like watching the football team a lot in the fall. We don't got a whole lot of time. Um, yeah. The atmosphere atmosphere at the football games are electric too. Yeah. Um, yeah, love watching the football team play. Uh, I got some guys on the hockey team, so it's fun watching them. Honestly, a lot of the sports are a ton of fun to watch. Just like watching Tommy's, yeah, Tommy Athletics. It seems like this is a really close knit bunch. Like all of the teams really enjoy pulling for each other. Oh, for sure. I mean, I see like all the football guys are at every single one of our games, and we were yeah. at every single one of theirs. And even in other sports, volleyball, we used to go to a lot of the volleyball games. They come to every uh, our games, so we definitely have a really close community in terms of you know watching each other and stuff. Yeah, I think it's awesome. Uh, favorite food. Favorite food, probably a steak. Um, that's probably one of my favorite things coming home too. Yeah. Is my dad's always cooking up a nice steak. So. Okay, what kind? What What's the cut? I don't even know, honestly. Just a steak. Just a steak. That's <laughs> what I like. Is there a bone in there somewhere? Uh, yeah, there is. So it's maybe probably a T-bone. T-bone. It's probably okay. a T-bone. Yeah. Uh, how do you like your steak cooked? Uh, medium. You know, medium. Yeah. That's not, okay. Yeah, just right in the middle. Yeah. Nothing too crazy. I mean, medium rare would have been the best answer. Is that your fave? That's the way to go. Okay. Yeah. In my opinion, which is right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I medium's don't know fine. I've, yeah. I'll have to, next time I go to a restaurant, I'll get a medium rare. I don't know if I've had a medium rare. Yeah. I've had try rare try yeah. can, but. You like to, you're a gamer. You like to play video games in your f- spare time. Yep. Uh, what's the best? What are, what's Parker Bjorklund the best at? Uh, currently it'd be Fortnite. Um, in high school, there was a game called H1Z1, which was another, it was like one of like the first big battle Royale games. Um, if you don't know what battle Royale is, it's basically a hundred people spawn into a map and last one alive wins. It's like Hunger Games essentially. So H1Z1 was, you know, the first, like kind of my first love for video games, at least on PC. When I was younger, I'd play like COD on like the Xbox and stuff like that. But H1Z1 in high school, that game kind of died. And then Fortnite kind of started in college, and 
that's like the most addicting game ever. Yeah. Can't can't stop playing that. It's so. like, oh, this is <laughs> this is where I'm gonna be here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, my first year that was all I was playing was Fortnite. Like I wasn't playing basketball. It was like <laughs> a main job, honestly, <laughs> other than my business. But yeah, well, uh, who, who's your go-to character, or do you switch them up? Uh, yeah, I switch up the skins. Yeah. Um, I can't remember what the name of the one I wear, but you know, I, I, there is one I do like. I can't remember the name, but yeah. yeah, you just know that that's the one. Yeah, and you know, when I play with, uh, like, I'll play with my siblings sometimes. We all we all wear the same skin, so you know, when we go against other other squads, they yeah. can't pick us out. Be <laughs> like, oh, this this skins the skins here. You know, yeah. trying to use those uh, edges to our advantage. But <laughs> that's some devious stuff. I yeah, like it. yeah. Uh, so when you're on the bus watching whoever was playing on the way back from North Dakota playing Fortnite, are you just thinking, yeah, I'm gonna school you? Um, <laughs> if I'm on if I'm on my uh, PC mouse and keyboard, yeah, yeah. But you know. When I'm playing on the controller, I'm probably one of the worst ones. It's um, different. It's right? way different, yeah. yeah. I'm used to the mouse and the keyboard, but yeah. Okay. I mean, we've played, like, after practice, we'll play Zone Wars with everyone where, you know, we're all in the same lobby and we're fighting. And, yeah, I'm, I mean, they don't... I mean, just because I'm on mouse and keyboard, they don't really stand a chance. Yeah. Rody said he's probably one of the worst. Him uh-huh. and Ben, he said we're probably down there. Would yeah. Would you agree with that? Um. Considering I've never seen Rody play, and I've seen pretty much everyone other everyone else play, I would probably say yeah, he's the worst. <laughs> he's too afraid to come out. Yeah. He heard the big dog was out, so he doesn't want to come out and play. <laughs> yeah, and Ben's probably down there as well. Yeah. Um, Drake and Ryan Dufault are pretty pretty good. I'd say those are probably the, the, the biggest, best two on yeah. on on controller. The biggest challenge. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But if it if it came down to it. Yeah, if it came down to it, yeah, I'm putting, yeah. I'm putting them in their place. <laughs> Parker's winning all the way. Yeah. All right, so as you – um, you may have a year left or you may be done here at St. Thomas, but w- when you look back, what do you want your legacy to be? Wow, that's a um, – I would say, you know, I think the biggest thing is just, you know, having fun and being an inspiration to others, whether that be younger guys. Um, you know, I hope people watch me like younger kids and, you know, are inspired from it. I would say probably that's the biggest thing and, you know, just having fun along the way. Cause when this does end, you got to hang up the Jersey, you're going to look back and you're just going to wish you were playing. So I try to keep that in like the, you know, the back of my mind is just to have fun with it. You know, as you know, there's a lot of ups and downs with sports, you know, just try to have as much fun as you can. So appreciate your time, Parker. And uh, looking forward to seeing you wrap up this year, maybe even next year. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you for having me. This was fun.